Welcome to another episode, episode number 80. I like to thank you to the show. Um, right now, I have the band uh, Aaron. Is that the, how you pronounce it? Yeah, it was very close. It's Oren. Oren. All right. I have Sari here, who's the lead singer, and her husband, who's also the guitarist, uh, Andrew. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Thanks for having us. Will do. Welcome to the show. Uh, basically, uh, you guys are out of Hawthorne, New Jersey, correct? Yeah. 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 Actually, I got that right. I'm in free. Uh, well, I actually live in Freehold now, but um, I was in Manalapin for a year. Um, so, uh, how is, how, uh, first question, like I always ask everybody, how is the, uh, how did the band come, come about? Um, a long time ago, uh, we, let's see, um, we were going to record our first album back in, uh, 09. Yeah, and uh, at that point, our when we were getting ready to go into the studio, our old singer just kind of up and left. So we kind of found Sarah through a rehearsal space that we've been going to for many years, and um, they uh, they recommended her to us, and uh, we basically had to rewrite everything and you know start from scratch. Yeah. But it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to us. Yeah, yeah, that was that was an interesting time period. Um, yeah. I was actually singing for a different band, and we did like, I guess it was like psychedelic rock. Um, we did like a lot of covers and stuff, and uh, my old band actually used the same rehearsal space as Orin did. And um, at the time, I was looking for a side project. And um, the owner of the rehearsal space um, kind of connected us, as Andrew said. And I mean, I mean, Andrew and I, like, we really, we've really built up the band since then. It's it's been quite a journey. So, how is it like? I know uh, I've seen a lot of female uh, singers come up here, and do you? uh sarah do you have any um how do you feel in a like right now now it's becoming more diverse of a uh more of a uh now it's females and male singers how do you feel of being a female singer and andrew only being the only guy in the band <laughs> i mean i never really thought anything of it um I mean, it just kind of feels natural. Like, I mean, we all feel really comfortable with each other as a band. And, mm -hmm. you know, we like being able to play with other bands in the area. And it's it's uh, a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so let's get into... Um, now, I, 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 I mean, I, was, I played the living daylights out of your, uh, your last two albums. Uh, oh, now, how was, because I, as I'm listening to it, and you have the, the pre-inspired symphony, which is, you recorded in 2011, and then you have the catatrice in 2014. So I was 
I mean, you have a, what's the difference between those two albums? Because I, I think there's like, you guys got a little bit more heavier in 2014. Yeah, catharsis. Catharsis was definitely. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I just burped. No problem. Um, catharsis was definitely a heavier album for us, for sure. Um, yeah, the pre-inspired symphony. The pre-inspired symphony was just kind of while Sarah works out her embarrassment there. Um, the pre-inspired symphony was kind of some ideas that we had left over, like I said, when our original singer left and how we kind of shaped them for Sarah and then kind of writing stuff and figuring out who we were as a band. Uh, right. When Arsis came out, we uh, we had a whole, we, we wrote a whole lot of songs and we kind of um, played them for our producer, Jason Corsaro, who did um, Soundgarden, Super Unknown and Madonna's Like a Virgin and a whole bunch of, you know, great music throughout the years. And we just kind of went with the heavier material. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the direction we wanted to go. And uh, now we're kind of, uh, we wanted to be more, a little bit more polished. I mean, everything for us in back in the day was we wanted to sound as raw as possible. And, you know, kind of like recordings would sound in the 90s. And now um, we just wanted that kind of polished, uh, kind of like that active rock sound. Without having to, you know, copy or, you know, try to portray ourselves as anybody else. We wanted to have show that same emotion and same raw energy, but with a very, a much more polished finish. Nice. And, uh, uh, you know, definitely serotonin, definitely less heavier than, um, than Catharsis was, but they're all three completely different albums. Nice. Um, so... Now, uh, I know, let me just go back to the 2001. You have on, um, uh, now, Andrew, did you sing the word, uh, the acoustic version of uh, Fly? The, the uh, Fly? That was, um, Sarah singing. I sang, um, an acoustic song on at the end of every uh, album. So, right. on, the pre-inspired symphony was untitled on catharsis it was last wish those were both duets with uh sarah and then oh. on serotonin um and there's an acoustic version of our new single brother that i sing alone just because there was a song that i wrote about losing my own brother mm -hmm. and um i just felt it was personal to do it and plus when we were in the studio i, I kind of planned it as a duet but when it came time to record it, everyone was just saying, you do it yourself. It'll be better that way. So there's a, my debut, you know, me singing only song that's on this album. Nice. Now, that that uh, came out yeah. really good. Yeah, I, saw, uh, I didn't realize that on Serotonin uh, that, you you know, it's coming out. And uh, we'll get into that album a little bit later. Um, but I just got to tell you, the 2014, the Catharist, the best one I've I've heard so far. I mean, all the uh, all the songs are good in their certain ways. But I'm a big uh, drumhead, and, and what, what's that song? Anna, asphylactic, asphylactic, asphylaction, whatever. <laughs> 
that was cool. I mean, basically drums and all that in there in the beginning and all that. Yeah, asphyxiation. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm horrible when they, uh, I'm horrible with words. No, you're doing good. <laughs> no, that uh, when I first heard the song and just the beginning, I was like, "Ooh, this is good. I like this one." Now, yeah, that's. I mean, having female drummer. I mean, basically, just like a female drummer has to kick ass, basically. Um, so, how uh, how is it working with the uh, the other two girls? Um, yeah, things, things are great with Linda and Lisa. Um, I mean, it feels pretty much like we have this little band family going on and Lisa being like the newest addition to the band. It's, it's kind of funny because her and Andrew, sometimes they bicker like brother and sister. Okay. Um, (laughs) It's, it's pretty funny to watch that actually, but, um. But yeah, we we all get along really great. And I mean, we couldn't be happier or more comfortable with everybody that we have in the band at this moment. Now, with Lisa coming into the band, was there a little hesitation like she wasn't going to be the right fit or you knew like you guys clicked right away? Um, yeah, we we clicked right away for the most part. Um it's crazy because actually, um, after we after our last bassist had departed, right. um, we were holding auditions for quite some time, and Lisa was scheduled to come in and audition, and she actually had a bad injury and wound up bre- breaking her neck, Ouch. and she wasn't able to come in for months. And throughout that time, we were auditioning basis. And um, I mean, we we had some really we had some really great basses come in. I'm, I mean, um, I I couldn't have I couldn't have been happier with a lot of the auditions. But right. I just I feel like we were just looking for something a little different. And when Lisa finally finally came into the audition, I felt like like she was really already a part of the band. Okay. Just it felt really natural for us to rehearse with her. Good. Yeah, but I always think that uh, you know, you gotta have that special special bond uh around uh your bandmates just to like you know to have a good standing relationship with one another um absolutely i mean it's not just about the musicianship it's about the chemistry of all the band members well, it's, ba- it's basically husband and wife basically if you think about it yeah it yeah. has to have good chemistry absolutely yeah so uh now I was just uh, listening to uh, the the reprisal, the reprisal. I'm sorry, the reprisal. Um, the two bands. Uh, do you try to um, when you write a song and you develop it? Do you think of other bands that sound just like that? Um. Hmm. 
I mean, as, as far as, I don't know, I, I don't really, when we go into writing a song, we don't really think of it as like, oh, we want this song to sound like this band or this, sounds, this song to sound like that band. Now, it's just the, the writing process just, I don't know, I feel like it needs to come about naturally. Right. Now, did you ever think about, after you record the, uh, the album, um, and you guys get to listen back the finishing track, I was like, do you guys ever think, I was like, oh, wow, this sounds like this band, a little bit like this band, uh, uh, this song sounds like a little bit like this band, but it has your spin on it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that could be true for a lot of music. Like, there's, I feel like there's, you're always going to draw comparisons between things. And I feel like, I, sometimes we, we just naturally do that, you know? Right. Like I said, uh, with this band, uh, with the song uh, uh, Reprisal uh, from, uh, was it, Cathesis, Kath or whatever. <laughs> I'm horrible. Um, the first, the, the two bands that came to me was uh, the band Garbage, because the beginning mm -hmm. sounds just a little bit like that, and uh, Tool a little bit. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, so I, I was like, I, I tried, and there was another one in there that you had, I don't think I wrote it down yet, but Stained. It sounded like the beginning sounded like Stain, the band. Oh, that's that's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> yeah, Andrew is he's heavily influenced by Stain. That's like it's one Stain is one of his favorite bands of all time. So So uh basically uh like I know that uh because with Last Wish and Fly, with the with the two versions and all that, slow down tempo and all that, I was like, okay, this is a good spin on it. This is good. And then you had a song, I didn't write it down, but I remember it, called uh, Untitled. Yes. Yeah. Now, that was that like, is that the name of the song, Untitled, yeah. or you just couldn't come up with a name? No, 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 it was purposely uh, named untitled. Okay. That, I was like, wow, I was like, that that's kind of cool. But I like the song as well. Um, so basically, uh, you had two videos that you put out on the the new upcoming album. You have a uh, brother, uh, Andrew, you, you spoke uh, that in the beginning of the show. Why don't you go a little bit more in depth into that? Uh, what's the meaning behind that song? Um, well, my brother took his own life to suicide. Uh, well, took his own life, sorry. Um, and uh, it took me, you know, obviously it devastated me to a point where like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. And it took, Oh, about five years just to get the courage to, you know, write about it. I mean, I right. tried many times before and it either came out too sad, too angry, too whatever I was feeling at the time. But it was more about my reflection rather than something that could honor not only my brother, but the other people I've lost and anyone else who's lost anybody to suicide. Right. And even people that are there because, you know, they could... 
it could be a message to you know what life really means and you know what you are leaving behind and um because i mean there have been times where like i work in new york city a lot and it's where my brother lived at the time of his death and i would be walking down the street and swear i saw him you know and i would there are even times where i started following the person until like the logic side of my brain is like no 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 what are you doing so it's just this emotional kind of song that i wanted to write to honor him and to everybody else out there that um you know that what we're going through is on both sides is not unique and i mean it's unique to us but it's not unique in the fact that you know we're all we're not no one's alone in this and no one should be alone in this and um it you know these things have all kinds of effects on those that we leave behind and we all kind of need to have you know raise awareness and uh, kind of band together on all of it. I mean, you hear misconceptions all the time, that, like suicide's the coward's way out, or it's a selfish thing, when mm-hmm. really that's not the case. Right. I don't want to uh, harp on this a little a- anymore, but uh, just to, since you said uh, suicide and all that, I mean, it brings me to a actually a thing. I hate I hate to do this. I always bring him up all the time. Um, now you heard of the band uh, Bad Wolves, right? Of course. Now the lead singer is my cousin Tommy. Oh, Tommy, yeah, he's Tommy Vaxwell, uh, that, and he's doing phenomenal for himself. And for some strange reason, uh, he's one. He's a twin. And uh, remember, uh, remember when it was a song of, and I was, I, I didn't witness it, but I heard about it and whatever. And I, you know, I was part of the situation where his, uh, his brother actually broke into his house and actually tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Now he's, ser- he's serving like a 25 year sentence right now. So I really don't know where he is right now. So I think he's upstate somewhere, but that that's besides the point. But he was going through a lot of depression and all that. And knock on wood, um, he basically was standing right by the train tracks in New York. And he was ready to jump in front of a moving train. Mm-hmm. But there was a telephone call that said, I need help. And he goes, I'm right. I'll be right there. And that that person who was on the other line actually technically saved his life. Yeah. And now he, you know, he. I don't know what he's done, but all I know is that he's been sober free for at least a good ten years, ten, fifteen, twenty years. I'm not really that sure. I just got sober. I'm working on. I was sober for three three years, and. I started going back and then I had, you know, it went really bad and now I'm three months sober right now. Congratulations. It's really no easy feat to, you know, become sober. I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. I'm like, um, you know, do I always want one? And yes, I do. But, uh, you know, I think it's a little bit harder the second time around than the first time around. But, uh, you know, I got a great support system over here anyway. And now I'm switching to more drinking more coffee and smoking more cigars now. So I'm happy. Uh, 
Yeah. When I, when I uh, quit smoking, I, you know, a long time ago, I went right to food. So, you know, you kind of <laughs> sacrifice one for another. But it yeah. really, uh, you, it, it is something that you're going to, that you struggle with every day. I mean, depression, anxiety, addiction, you know, it is something that it's like almost a daily battle. And it's a daily battle you have to constantly win. Right. I mean, at all time things can get easier, but it never goes away, you know? Right. So, and, on, uh, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. I was just saying that's why it's so important that people are aware of these things and aware of what the actual causes are and to be there for one another. You know, empathy is the key to everything. Rightly said. Beautiful. Um, so since we got that out of the way, um, let's yeah, look at Yeah. So, um, Sarah, which I didn't realize that are you, I've listened to a couple of songs like Holding On. Actually, I just found that video just before we went on the air. I was like, oh, my God, there's another video. And, and you know, <laughs> I went to YouTube and all that. And I found it. I was like, wow, I guess that with the... Uh, uh, the old bass player was in there as well. But uh, what really got me was uh, in most of the songs, n not most of the songs, but some of the songs, they're like, you know, high-pitched growling and all that, you know, like like changing voice and all that. So I'm thinking, oh, it's got to be the bassist or something like that. I didn't realize that was you. <laughs> I'm like, she can, she can do that? I was like, oh, my God. That brings to my next question. Sarah, how long have you been uh, singing for? Um, I've pretty much been singing, like, um, probably since I was, like, four or five. Wow. Oh, maybe even longer than that. It's just, I, I don't know. I just always, like, I, I was always, like, fascinated with sound and, like, learning how to sing and vocalize when i was little i used to try to like imitate different sounds and stuff so it was just i don't know i feel like it was just always like part of who i am and uh now well well with holding on and all that i was like i was watching it i mean i was listening to the song and i'm like okay this is good now then when i saw the video i'm like no, that can't be her. I was like, no, that, I'm thinking, I was like, when you started going to that second level, I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, this is this girl can sing, sing her ass off, basically. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, so, um, who was the, la who was the producer that, um, that did your last album? Um, you mean this one that's yeah, coming out? Yeah, this one that just can't, that that you're gonna put out now. Okay, so Serotonin was um, produced and engineered by Mike Ferretti. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 He used to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, no, you can finish your thought. Yeah. So, so um, Mike's worked with a lot of great artists. Mm -hmm. Um. He's worked with Seven Dust. He's worked with Thank You Scientists, um, among many other bands. So we were privileged to get the opportunity to work with him for this record. Nice. 
Um, no, the reason why I said that is because uh, I have a band that was my first uh, interview I ever had on my podcast. Um, and they used, this, I think, the same producer as you guys. Now, oh, cool. is uh, Brian King from uh, Reality Suite. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know those guys. Yeah, I've been with them really since the beginning. I've seen most of their shows. Um, and, awesome. he, and they produced uh, Awakening as well, their newest album. So, yeah, yeah basically, um, the last time I saw them, they, they were doing a uh, live stream in uh, Alpha Wave Studios. Me and my, uh, me at that time, my fiance, we went there and uh, we met uh, Darren Fisher from uh, uh, These Wolves. He was over there too. And, you know, it's very, I mean, I live all the way out here. And it's about maybe an hour drive to, like, I've seen them in uh, when they opened up for uh, Trickster. Nice. Uh, That's awesome. I always want to get there. I want to get out to, uh, uh, what was that place that they put Connecticut or something like that when they opened up for uh, Vixen and Rat and all these other bands? But they they you know they they do right. They put out good albums and all that. And for some strange reason, I found you a long time ago with Reality Suite. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. And that's when I started tailing off of the podcast field. And then when I came back. I was I think I saw one of your uh, videos and I'm like, I was like, oh, they look cool. Let me, you know, you had that music that like a reality suite meets, um, I, I don't know. Mm, I couldn't even really say, but you have that. I mean, even my wife would walk in just now. Uh, we will, uh, she was making dinner. She comes in. I have like brother on or, uh, what was that song? Holding on or something like that. And basically, she's just like jamming to it. She goes, "This is the type of music that I like. None of the <laughs> screaming, screaming music and all that." I was like, "No, I totally understand that. I mean, I'm not into that yelling and screaming and all that either. <laughs> I like I, to, I like to understand the lyrics a little bit." Mm-hmm. Um. So this uh. Let me see. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, the uh, pause, run, uh, pause, rewind, repeat. Now that's your second single, your second video off the off the new album. Now, what I I couldn't yeah. grasp what that's about. Yeah. Can, can you explain I'm that? Sorry? Can you explain that uh, that song? Pause, rewind, repeat. Yeah, so um, I we wrote that song. Um, just basically, the message behind that song is that you know there's there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of um, political wars going on right now, and a lot of influence from the media that has been separating people, and it's just it's coming to a head. And what we really need to do is just sit back and just kind of like recognize the importance of being human to each other above all else. Oh, okay. 
I, I never grasped the content, uh, the concept of that. I was like, I had to watch it a couple of times just to get, you know, just try to figure it out. Brother, I knew something for that aspect, but I didn't realize, you know, the situation behind it. I knew there was a uh, passing involved and all that. Um, let me see. Uh, do I have anything else? Oh, oh man. I, I sometimes don't you hate it when sometimes you write something down and you have no idea what you wrote. <laughs> you can't yeah. ever, I, you can't even understand your own handwriting. That's the funny thing is. So uh, also I I'm looking here at your uh, your bio and uh, you started you you've been around for a while. I was like I think it says you were found you guys founded it uh, October first in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. besides the uh, the bassist leaving, and then you're getting uh, Lisa and all that. Um, how was? I mean, was there ever any more member changes, or you know, you guys stayed as you stayed as those three unit, like you never switched drummers or whatever. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had some lineup changes throughout the years. Um, so before I was in the band, um, I know the band had seen, I think it was one other drummer, Mm -hmm. uh, before they recruited Linda. And then, um, like Andrew said before the, the original vocalist wound up leaving. And then, um, basically when I came into the band, we had to like start from scratch. Nice. Um, Okay. The original bassist was still in the band at the time. And then um, we had one other bassist before Lisa came in. Okay. So yeah. that's pretty much yeah. it. Okay. Uh, I have, I'm going to try this. Um, what is, I have like three questions. I mean, uh, for both of you, so I was like, you can answer any which way. Um Sarah, what's your best, uh, your favorite song that you like to sing? Um, I think, so it used to be Stain from Catharsis. That right. used to be okay. my favorite to perform live. Um, but since we've, uh, since we recorded Serotonin, um, and that's coming out, I think, I think pretty much any of the songs from that album now maybe because it's like still new and fresh um but i'd have to say my favorite would be the title track um serotonin okay mm-hmm. i just can't wait i can't wait to listen to the rest of the album which will be coming out uh september 13th yeah september 13th yeah. and uh andrew which song would you uh w- which is your favorite favorite uh song to play basically Song to play? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's probably going to be one of the newer songs just because they're new um, for that reason and that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I always, I mean, I guess it's one of those songs we played so much you can kind of say we're sick of it without being sick of it. Is <laughs> I always had a blast playing Holding On, but um, I'm probably going to say... My new favorite would be 
Probably pause or run repeat. Oh, okay. That's cool. Fun song to play. You have a lot of fun with it on stage. Ah. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, out of present, future, uh, passing, or whatever, which uh, favorite band or singer or musician you would like to have a uh, conversation with or just to hang out for one day? I mean, I was always a huge Stain fan, and I met them many times as a kid and teenager, college. I, I've seen them probably more times than I'd like to admit. They're, they're some of the nicest people I ever met. And uh, yeah, if I could go hang out with them for a day, play with them, go on tour, you know, that would be kind of a dream come true. Sarah, what about you? Oh, man, that's that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I think of so many people. Um, I don't know, I think Mike, maybe Mike Patton would be would be interesting to to hang out with for a day and have a conversation with. Okay. Here's here's an off the wall question. What's your favorite fast food place? Oh man. Um hmm. favorite fast food place. Yeah, White Castle. Oh, great, you just you yeah. just hit my heartstrings. <laughs> you just hit my heartstrings. <laughs> I love those things. Yeah, it's great late at night. But like you wanna, you're, you're yeah. from a struggle and you need something to eat. Yeah. You want to hear something really funny. Uh now my uh my wife was, you know, she was in uh she lived in Staten Island before she moved out to New Jersey. She never had White Castle. I mean, she's had White Castle. Everybody likes White Castle. I think the years that she, she's been eating more White Castle than in a whole entire life that she... I'm only nine minutes away from a White Castle. <laughs> That's dangerous. That is dangerous, especially I got the mobile app. <laughs> so I could just order a crave case. And my uh, my fiance, well, it was actually my girlfriend. We were out a uh, 50th birthday party, and of course, I was drinking at the time. I almost drank a half, a, a, almost a half a keg of beer and all that. And you know, I ate and all that. I was like, okay, let's go. And we were going back to her house in Staten Island. And I said, I was like, let's stop at White Castle. She goes, are you kidding me? I was like, no, I need White Castle. And <laughs> I'm. We would come home from the um, from Point Pleasant or Seaside Seaside Heights. We would always stop to get a crave case. Yeah, that's you have to, especially like if there's beer involved. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, my wife hated that when I used to drink and eat at the and eat White Castle. She did not like that at all. I was like, "You're staying. You're staying on the couch tonight. You're not coming into bed with me." You know, White Castle is one of those special foods that uh, definitely uh, repel others away from you. Yes, that is true. Uh, Andrew, you would say the same thing? White Castle? Yeah, definitely. I, I, there's, there's a place called White Mana by us, though, that I absolutely love, too, which is basically, virtually just kind of like a homemade White Castle. Uh, oh, wow, really? Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, there's one. In, I mean, they're different owners, but they're they're similar. There's one in Jersey City, and one in Hackensack. If you're ever in the area. Yeah, uh, if you want the kind of food that grease is dripping through the bag. Oh yeah, definitely. those are the greatest okay. ones. Those are great. Okay. And one in Hackensack. Nice. I love that play. I, I love White Castle. White, White Castle is my because I, I grew up in Brooklyn and trying to get to a White Castle is insane. But now since you know you could drive anywhere and go anywhere, it's like crazy. Uh so basically uh as we wrap this up, um do you wanna do you need to uh do you wanna plug anything that you guys got? Well, we just want to say thank you so much for having us. It's, oh, been, a, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And, um, yeah, our CD, Serotonin, new album drops uh, September 13th um, through Ingrooves and the label group. So stay on the lookout for that. Um, We're having a CD release show in Teaneck on the 14th, which is a Saturday. Yeah, Debonair Music Hall. Um, yeah. so September 14th, Debonair Music Hall, um, Concrete Dream will be playing, Unkempt Heralds, Methodical. Another distraction. Yes. And our good friends in Another Distraction, who I actually had the pleasure of uh, recording a track with them on um, their last album, which was lots of fun. Now, do you guys have any, uh, where can they find uh or in your uh, your band, what social media sites they can follow you at? Sure. So you can follow us on facebook.com slash Orin Band. That's A-U-R-I-N-B-A-N-D. Same uh, goes for Twitter and for Instagram, both in, uh, dash Orin Band. And our official site is www.orinband.com. Yeah, feel yeah. free to hit us up whenever. We love talking to people. and. The album's uh, up for pre-order, and uh, yeah, anybody that wants to take a peek at it, come visit us. Yeah, we got pre-orders, all sorts of fun stuff coming. And if Sarah can, Sarah likes, uh, Sarah and Andrew like to talk to people, look at me. They're actually talking to me. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, well, you're awesome. Thank you very much. Um, and like I said, I, once I get this album, I was like, I'll pump you guys out and with all my local bands that I produce. And not produce, but I promote almost any single local band that I had. I do local bands. I got a couple of bands in, um, I just did one in uh, Joplin, Missouri. I, I, I have like two or three bands in Ohio. Uh, Very cool. Bands no, out we were in Joplin a few years ago. Yeah, we got to play in Joplin a few years really? ago. That was fun. Yeah, we were there talking to people about the tornado, that mile-wide tornado, that super tornado that destroyed half the town. Yeah, that's We terrible. were talking to people who were showing us terrible. the devastation. I mean, this was after they rebuilt, but showing us just what happened and telling us the stories and getting to talk to people there was just... It was almost frightening hearing some of the some of the things people had some to of the say. Stories, right? Friends. Yeah, we can't even imagine what these people went through. Yeah, and yeah, it... built and you know, and they're still living and staying strong. And yeah, it was just it was really interesting being out there. It's amazing, and we're going through another devastation in uh, Florida right now. 
yeah. um, with right. the hurricane and all that. That's where, well, my, uh, what was it? My wife's uh, mother is in rehab right now, but we already found out that, you know, she's nice and sound and they're only getting, I've talked to, because most of my friends that I went to school with are now down in Florida. And they said that, like, it's not that bad out. It's basically a lot of rain out there. I mean, nothing devastation right now. Yeah, I think kind of moving they, away from going inbound. Yeah, initially, I know that they were supposed to get hit really bad, but. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. But, uh, but it, I, looks, it looks like it's not going to hit as badly right. as it was before. As, uh, as as projected, I would say. But uh, yeah. Sarah, Andrew, I like to thank you guys for uh, stopping by and talking with uh, talking with me about your uh, about the new band and all that. And then, uh, well, obviously they know you could be uh, you could be the same as Sarah and Andrew and follow me on Facebook at JT Project, or you can follow me on the Twitter. On at JT Project 220. Uh, Instagram is JT Project. Uh, YouTube is JT Project with no spaces because I just found out there there is a JT Project out there. And then, uh, do you guys drink coffee? Yes. Yes, indeed. Everybody drinks coffee. You don't drink coffee. There's <laughs> something mentally wrong with you. No, um, I have a page out there called All Things Coffee. It's a, like 133 members strong. Uh, it's a good old time. If you like coffee, you got to join that page. Uh, also, if you're a cigar smoker, I also also have a page called the JT Cigar Bar. Uh, I haven't been on it recently, but, you know, I post some uh, cigars up there and all that. Also, uh... You can get this lovable podcast, which will be up on uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, Podbean, any anywhere, any social media site, any podcast site that's up there. I should be somewhere in there because they they don't tell you where where your podcasts are, but I know it's on Speaker and Stitcher and iTunes. Those are the three main ones that everybody deals with, and so. Uh, Sarah, Andrew, thank you very much. Hopefully, uh, I can make it to your CD release party. Um, love to have you. Absolutely. Yes, in, indeed. So, guys, uh, like I say before, and I say this all the time, uh, drinks for everybody. Smoke them if you got them. Come okay. get me, Tweet P. I am dying. Goodbye. All right. Have a good one, John. You too.